All right, welcome to Geopolitics in Conflict, breaking news. You know, one of the members of the Western Alliance, Turkey, is about to expel the representatives of many of its allies. Indeed, Ross. Whoever thought, right? Whoever thought. Right? But here is the question. Do we know the background story? <laughs> that is the reason why we're going to... This is why we decided to do this as a breaking news for... And yes, I know it was about 24 hours to 48 hours ago, but we had to confirm some information. And one of the confirmation that I came across uh, that I had to confirm had to do with one of the countries, which we're going to detail to you, which one that Turkey did not issue the announcement to. So here is the background quickly here. So you got about 10 European countries. All of them are NATO members. Right. And that includes... Uh, U.S., the United States, Germany, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, and Sweden. All of them have been informed that Rajab Tayyip Erdogan, the Turkish president, gave them the ultimatum that one warning and they will be expelled, which means they will be a persona non grata. When you are a persona non grata, you are not welcome in that country anymore. So, and that is the reason why. What's interesting about this all those countries that I mentioned, their embassies received the notice from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Turkey, except right. one. Which and one? that country is France. Oh, and we know yeah. why that one is. Well, yeah, also because France and uh, 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 Turkey are lagging heads in Africa. There is some competition going on between the two, especially in Algeria, Libya, and some parts in, in, in Africa. But this is not about all this. This is about what's behind the story that led Rajab uh, Tayyip Erdogan to take this step. In, in international diplomacy, this is a major undertaking. You don't take this step unless you are ready to follow through. We're talking about probably even cutting diplomatic relations. But when you look at who those countries are, majority of them are NATO members. Absolutely. And Turkey is a NATO member. That to me it signifies one thing and one thing only. Uh oh. Yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. Are we seeing the demise of, or the decline of NATO or the, the Western uh, the, the whole Western alliance? Or or even we can use the term fragmentation. Oh, I because like that. a breakdown of it's like a building, you know, when you yeah. have a building, if you start to see cracks, what does it mean? Break, fragmentation is going down. Well, it looks like Turkey's action to me is suggestive that maybe Turkey doesn't care anymore. Why should they? Well, you take a look at their economy. Mm -hmm. You take a look at where they are strategically in terms of oil. Mm -hmm. You take a look at the nations around them that are in some form of collapse. And you say, Turkey could really end up being a superpower here eventually. Exactly. Well, you add to that, it has to do with natural gas, which is oh, discovered natural gas too, yeah. in, in, in the sea around Greece and all that. So there's a tension with Cyprus regarding this issue. But that's not that. Uh, Turkey is also building its own uh, armaments, uh, body armor, uh, vehicles, and so forth. They are, they are moving. Their economy is considered one of the best in Europe. But here is what you need to know about the background story for why that is. Well... The issue has to do with one guy by the name of Osman Kavala. Osman Kavala is one of the opposites uh, to Rajab Tayyip Erdogan. He is the one who called on uh, uh, demonstrations back in 2013. And, and, uh, and I have some information about him. 
regarding that how he came to be being funded and how did he get the money to conduct those kind of uh, 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 what should we call them called for demonstrations things of that nature we, but could, call, we could call it a lot worse than that yeah oh, of course <laughs> of course but but here is the thing for this individual uh, uh, as I said his name is Usman Kavala he, he was imprisoned back in 2017 okay that's where he was in prison and he was charged with financing what's called the Gezi Park protest in 2013 mm -hmm. okay and was taking part in a failed coup in 2016 is it any surprise that he was imprisoned after he funded a failed coup but here is the, the government but here is the catch Raz. who was funding that guy tell us we know who you want me to tell you yeah well it turns out to be George Soros was the one funding this behind but here is the even more surprising to all this remember when we had the uh, 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 mr. Hussein Askari oh yeah and we talked about BRI and one of our viewers, Beryokov, you remember him? I remember him very well. the note and said, hey guys, can you please ask Mr. Askari about Open Society Foundation? Well, it's no different than what Mr. Soros was doing in, in Turkey, funding behind the scenes. So, and Rajat Tayyip Erdogan's argument with this was that, you know, that's an internal matter. So, right. Because I can see, and I'm not defending anybody here, but I can see the double standards from Europeans. Why aren't they saying this about Bahrain or United Arab Emirates, where you have some uh, detainees there, for example, and I'll give you an example here, uh, for one of the detainees by the name Abdel Hadi Al Khawaji in Bahrain. He's been detained forever. Why aren't they pushing for Bahrain to release the guy because he's detained unjustly, you know? You go to United Arab, uh, there's also another guy by the name Naji Fatil, and there is also Abdel Jalil Al Singas. Why aren't those, you know, being uh, called by Europeans to ask Bahrain to free them? You know? Does this sound like hypocrisy to you? It is. It is, it is. clearly. Same thing with United Arab Emirates. There is a guy there, there by the name, an activist who's been in prison by the name of Ahmed Mansour. He's been detained there and say the poor conditions of his detentions, including prolonged solitary confinement, which may constitute a torture. That is torture. So, so to me, to me, I'm seeing the double standard of Europe, you know, it's kind of all those countries, oh, democracy, human rights, and all that stuff. Why aren't you doing this with Bahrain? Why aren't you doing this against Saudi Arabia in what they are doing in Yemen? Why aren't you doing this for United Arab Emirates? That's been imprisoning people. So, do you believe that the the Russian S four hundred missile defense system has any play in this? To a degree, because the West, of course, the United States imposed sanctions on Turkey <laughs> when they purchased those. But at the same time, Turkey is a sovereign state. What well, the United States argument was because the S four hundred it's not compatible to what the U.S. system or NATO uses as a whole. I can see that argument for one reason and one reason only. It's because S-400 system has an advanced radar system. <laughs> so you can't just see why. And Turkey said, we don't care. Sanctions or not, we're moving forward with the, with the uh, S-400 system uh, missiles. So, and what the United States end up doing is they end up pulling the Turkish uh, pilots from the F-35 program altogether. So Turkey didn't care. They moved forward with the program.
you know and and uh, but but this in general term just for you to know is the idea that is this a sign for a fragmentation that is now taking place within an alliance right because most of those except for new zealand you know most of them are nato nato uh, members and all of a sudden you got another member turkey threatening to expel those ambassadors including the united states who cares and that to me as a geopolitical analyst it tells me okay the dynamics of the global geopolitical landscape are shifting whether we like it in the west or not which means in a simple terminology here is that the, the world is moving from a unipolar system into a multipolar system and that's and, what i see it going and maybe on. in another show we'll talk about the six possible superpowers coming in the future but not this show oh we're gonna do that yes we're gonna do that the same with some other breaking news that just happens an indication of the western hegemony in its lag going down 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 so, down and that is what we wanted to share with you quickly i know the info was about 40 24 to 40 hours but we had to confirm a few things before we even come online one of the things we focus on is getting information to you that's, that we personally have confidence in. We want to give you information so that you can make up your own mind. Take your own experience, take where you live in your background, and take this information and make up your mind what you believe and what you want to happen. Thank you for viewing. Of and course, thank you yeah. for subscribing. Oh, yeah, subscription. Thank you for your support, guys. And also, we want you to make sure to follow us on Twitter instagram and TikTok. TikTok, we're getting closer to a thousand we need to get into thousands so we can upload videos there and live a live stream i'm sorry not a videos but live stream so we also want to thank you we want to uh, uh let you know about our membership at the geopolitical uh oh geopolitics in conflict.com we do have a membership there where we do provide you know q a's live q a's presentations there's a lot going on there in addition to we are free to talk without worrying about you know what it is right. i don't need to tell you and we're gonna be talking about some issues you won't hear us talking about in this platform so we want to encourage you to take a look at those and as always stay informed till next time bye bye